Don't let it bother anyone, Avery said now, stuffing her soccer bag into her locker. But the homeroom bell's gonna ring in about five seconds. She rolled up her sleeve, squinting down at a message she'd written to herself on her arm. This was a new habit of Avery's. She claimed her arm was the best place for important messages. Don't forget math homework, she read out loud, reaching back into her locker for another notebook. I like this system, she added, inspecting the writing on her wrist. It takes the idea of a palm pilot to new levels. She grinned. Think Ms. Rodriguez would mind if I skated into class? Maeve giggled, picturing Avery flying over the desks like the girl on the cover of her skateboard magazine. You know she'd kill you. Skateboards in lockers, please, she added, impersonating their favorite teacher. Avery opened her locker, trying to cram her skateboard inside. Avery, Charlotte said, wrinkling her nose, what on earth have you got in there? She leaned forward and fished a wad of old gym clothes out of Avery's locker. Laughing, she said, how can you ever find anything in that mess? Avery laughed. Are you kidding? I've got a whole year's worth of clothes in here. Soccer shorts, soccer socks, cleats. That's all you need, right? This is like having your clothes closet right here at school. Hey, guys. Katani Summers walked over from her locker. She smiled at Charlotte's expression of horror over Avery's locker. Avery, I think it's time for one of my famous locker makeovers. Don't worry. My services are free for friends. At least the first time. She narrowed her eyes a little. Although yours looks like quite a challenge, she admitted. She pretended to take a whiff and drew back in horror. Phew, maybe some jasmine-scented air freshener. The girls laughed, even Avery. Katani's design sense was legendary. Tall and dark-haired, Katani put her own fashion touch on everything she did. She had a great sense of style and a confident personality to match. Some kids thought she could seem a little aloof on occasion, but Katani was a warm and loving friend once you got to know her. She would do absolutely anything for Maeve, Charlotte, or Avery if they really needed her. Ten minutes with her prized sewing machine, her signature vintage fabrics, and some rhinestones— and Katani could pull something together that looks straight off the cover of a magazine. She was that talented. Fashion and business were her two passions. For as long as she could remember, Katani had been saving money from babysitting and finally saved almost enough to buy a few shares of stock in a company, and she couldn't wait. Katani's mother was going to help her. It was one of her strong beliefs that girls should learn more about business so that they could stand on their own two feet. Katani lived with two of her three sisters, her mom and dad, and her grandmother, Ruby Fields, the principal of Abigail Adams Junior High. They shared a two-family in Brookline. Katani's mother called it cozy, but Katani thought it was just plain small. Sharing a room with her sister Kelly meant absolutely no privacy. It also meant she had to be super organized because Kelly, who was mildly autistic, couldn't keep anything together. The good thing was that Katani loved order anyway. 
she kept everything in her bedroom, buttons, shoes, ribbons, all boxed up, labeled, and super neat. Katani liked her world that way. 